Welcome to the One Day at a Time podcast, where we forget about yesterday, we don't worry about tomorrow, it's what are we going to do today that's all that matters, because you've only ever had, or will ever have, the fantastic 24 hours a day you're about to embark on. So hopefully, this episode is going to give you some daily dose of wisdom that you can take action on today to improve your life. And remember, all it takes is one day at a time. Good morning, everyone. Yes, it's Monday. But no, that doesn't mean it's, gonna, it's the worst day of the week. It doesn't mean you want to get till Friday already. It doesn't mean anything like that. You've got Monday. This is the day you're focusing on, the 24 hours ahead, right? So what are we going to do today? The first thing I want to address is the check-ins. And a frequent question that came up was about protein intake, portion sizes. Now, portion sizes is... Um, a difficult one because I don't know what your portion size usually is and the reality is you're gonna have to cut it down um, to have success like the quickest way to reduce your calorie intake is to you know eat what you usually eat but cut your portion size by like 25% now the issue is well this is from American data but it's similar to the UK 20 years ago one bagel was three inches in diameter 140 calories today One bagel is six inches in diameter, 350 calories in America, right? Similar in the UK. 20 years ago, muffin was 210 calories. Today, it's 500 calories. Cheeseburger, 20 years ago, 333 calories. Today, 590 calories, right? Pasta, 500 calories 20 years ago, 1,000 calories today. Soda cans and bottles, 85 calories, 250 calories today. Um, and it goes on, pizza, pizza, two slices, 500 calories, pizza, two slices, 850 calories. The list goes on and on. Plate sizes have drastically increased over the decades. Um, serving size, uh, portion sizes have dr- uh, increased huge amounts. What used to be like a, a large is now like a small, right? So you can't just rely on, yeah, but that was a regular size portion because the label told me so. Or like... You know, I had a full plate full of stuff. Like our kind of um, measuring tools and apparatus at the moment is way off what it was before. So the portion size we got now are automatically much bigger, right? And the human body, from what I'm aware, hasn't changed much. <laughs> like hasn't changed at all in the last 20 years, obviously. So it is to be mindful, like don't go off, oh, well, that's only a medium-sized bag of crisps and it's not the extra large. Well, that medium-sized bag of crisps was probably the extra large 20 years ago right? So the first thing to look at is your portion sizes. Can you reduce, I'm not asking you to change your foods about, just cut the portion sizes down of the current food you eat, right? You can, you know, there's many ways to do this, but it's just, it's just a very simple way to look at the food in like portions of four and be like, you know, cutting one fourth off. Um, the second thing is um, protein intake, right? So with protein intake, it's the same thing. You increase the portion size of the current foods you eat in the contained protein, that's the easiest way to increase your protein intake. Not going looking for different foods and stuff like that. So if you're eating Greek yogurt, 0% fat, eat more, a larger portion size or add a scoop of whey protein and then that's like 40 grams of protein, right? If you're having one Linda McCartney sausage or two, you might want to have three. Um, as a as a vegetarian, if, if it's fish, you might not have extra fish. Like you, you have to look at, so, you know, you have to look at your protein portion sizes but like you know i'm gonna eat more of it than i'm used to because what we're used to eating protein wise is way under what we should be eating 
the standard diet and protein is very low. And you all would have figured this out when you started tracking your protein. You're like, wow, I'm way under my protein intake. Yeah, most of us do under-eat on protein. So we have to change our um, attitude and mindset towards our protein portion sizes as well as the portion sizes in general of other foods and reduce that, like the plate size and stuff like that. Loads of bodybuilders. Uh, one of the most famous bodybuilders, a Welsh one, who won Mr. Olympia, his size class for like seven years in a row, Flex Lewis, when he was dieting down, he would eat his food from a baby spoon because the baby spoon made, he, made meant he could have more kind of spoonfuls and he felt like he was eating more, like tricking his mind. So he was a small spoonful. I looked at the size of some of the spoons I got in my house, right? Huge. No wonder I'm going through a tub of ice cream in 0.1 seconds. Three scoops is gone. So like really analyze your plate sizes, your spoon sizes, the size of the cups, the size of the drinks you're having, and let's let's try and let's try and reduce them, right? So we got that. We got the protein intake, which you know every meal you should eat should have protein in it in in it because it helps with the satiety response. It'll make you feel fuller for longer, right? So have the protein, have veggies, have good source of carbs in the meal, and you'll feel fuller from it, which will help with your weight loss journey. Because ultimately, we want to eat as much food as we can whilst losing weight for people on weight loss, fat loss, right? That's the goal. So do that. Um, and really, other than that, the check-ins have been really good. There's no other notable things that came through as, as a pattern. But, um, you know, people, one of the main things as well was, which kind of touched and posted, is like, how do I stay committed on the weekends and stuff like that? In general, you've got to just plan, right? If I were to say to you, if you were to put a pound in now, you get five pound back, you'd be like, yeah, no shit, of course I would do that. Like if I said, put, give me a pound and then you'd have five pound back in three days, you'd be like, yeah, obviously. It's the same with meal, ple- meal prep and meal planning. If you put the hour or two in on a Sunday night or a Monday to meal plan where you can eat all your lunches or all your dinners, you get such a huge amount back in return on investment, not just in terms of knowing exactly where your macros are going to be, but you save a lot of mental stress. Your mental stress will massively reduce because you're not always thinking, what should I eat, what should I eat, what should I eat every day? You're not thinking about it because you know what you're going to eat, right? You're not cooking every day for that specific time because you know it's already been done. And you just, there's no guesswork, there's no... Um, there's no like interference in the mind and that can drive you crazy. You're always wearing yourself out throughout the day. I spoke about it last Friday on, on burnout. If you're always interrupting your mind and thinking and battling in your mind, it's very exhausting because your stress levels are going up. So you need to stop doing it. And one of the, the most important things to do in nutrition is to plan. If you can't plan sometimes, no problem. But if you can plan, the ROI is huge. It's like, it is like putting a pound in and getting probably like 10 quid back. That's the, the difference in, in what you get back from the planning, right? It's important that you do the return on investment of your meal planning, right? Yeah, it has to be done. Um, and that's it really. Like in terms of this week, you know, don't worry. Don't think that you have to mix up your meals all the time. This is one of the biggest mistakes people make. They're like... Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm obviously boring eating the same thing. Boring to who? Who's coming around and saying, mate, your food choice is so boring? Who is saying that? Who's even seeing what you're eating? Like, who cares if someone says it's boring? Like, if you like the food, you'll keep eating it. I have the same food probably most most days every day. I like it. 
I mean, it's easy. It doesn't. Why I don't have to be Gordon Ramsay making up a different meal every night just to impress absolutely nobody. So it's the same with you. Like, who are you trying to tell that you're not boring in terms of what you're eating? Is it like your friends being like, "Oh, that's such a boring." Like, they probably eat the same things all the time. You're not telling me they go down and sit down on TV and eat the same biscuits every night with a cup of tea. Of course they are. Of course they are. Everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing the same. They're eating the same foods over and over and over and over. Ooh, they might mix up the galaxy for a dairy milk. Ooh, whoa. That's mixing it right up, that is. So don't be scared of uh, repetitive meals and stuff because, you know, I think that is one of the quickest ways to get like a good habit in. And obviously you're free to eat what you want on, on macros, right? But if you have your staples, it does help a lot. Steve Jobs wore the same outfit every day. Don't have to think about what he wore. Mark Zuckerberg wears the same t-shirt and outfit every day. It's the same t-shirt, bought like 50 times, just shoots out of his wardrobe into his hand, doesn't have to think about what to wear. A lot of these people will eliminate. It's not that he thinks that's the coolest outfit in the world I'm going to wear every day. It's like, what is enough for me to go to work in that I don't have to even think, I don't have to waste any um, energy or fucks on my outfit that I can just put on and go? And that's what they think. Mental stress reduced. The choice, the will, the choice, the the making less choices helps with keeping that energy for bigger, more important choices, right? So that's the same with nutrition. Once you do macros and you have your staples, you can use that mental energy for many other things. Many other things, like kicking ass in, in martial arts, listening to me and Donald tonight in the Q&A, writing notes like a mad person, Right? Boxing, which is awesome. Hit workouts, body weight with max, whatever it is. We want to transfer the mental energy we've always wasted on what to eat all the time, researching, which you'll free up into improving our lives. And it's insane how much that energy can unleash. It's like an atom bomb. Boom, like change everywhere. It's insane. But it starts with not caring what other people think. That's another voice note. That's another time. What are you going to do today? What's your one big thing? Focus on your one big thing. I don't care about this Monday. I don't care tomorrow. I don't care it's a new week. I don't care if last week didn't go as planned for you. What is it that you want to achieve today? What's your one big thing? Commit to it and get it done, right? That's it. You've got 24 hours of beautiful life ahead of you. What are you going to do with these hours is what matters. And that's it. Thank you for listening to the One Day at a Time podcast with your host, Scofflier. Hopefully you understood something I said. I hope that some wisdom kind of distilled through into your mind. And I want you to now action it today. I don't want you to think about tomorrow. I don't want you to think about yesterday. I don't want you to think about leaving a review on this podcast. I don't want you to think about going to another website. What I want you to do is as soon as this podcast ends, you will take action and make the most of today. Ground yourself today. Follow the one day at a time philosophy and your life will change.